Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Oh, hey, chickens. We are into episode one, part one of The Mask of Mandragora, which I have not seen for a million years. Uh, this is the birthday story for uh, the lovely Matt. On uh, He's one of our Patreon subscribers. You can join him, patreon.com forward slash Adam Richard, um, where you get early episodes to binge on the weekends. Uh, and there are bonus episodes. Um, so we start out, uh, Sarah and the Doctor are wandering around the TARDIS and Sarah sees a giant boot cupboard um, which is just like some CSO business Um, and she has no idea how big the TARDIS is Uh, they find an old wood panelled control room oh I love this control room and the Doctor finds an old outfit looks like a Pertwee one and starts dusting the place off with a frilly shirt Um, Sarah's playing the recorder oh it's a bit of Troughton nod um this is continuity crazy back these in these days um the the control room is all uh wood paneled it's beautiful there are stained glass windows in some of the randalls it's just i love it um the doctor opens the scanner and sees what he calls the mandragora helix it's a spiral of pure energy that radiates outwards with a controlling intelligence at the center and he says, no one knows anything about it, and it's pulling them in. Um, then the TARDIS starts rocking around, and it's getting in Sarah's head, so he, the Doctor tells her to say the alphabet backwards, and then the TARDIS is all mashed up with the helix energy. There's weird rings of crystals, and the TARDIS lands in the middle of them, and Sarah gets to the end of the alphabet, and the Doctor goes out and says, tells Sarah to stay inside. Um, but she follows him. Um, and he goes, ooh, this is bigger than a boot cupboard. Uh, hilarious. Um, the, a sparkler comes towards them. Like, it just looks like the end of a sparkler, like, flying through the air. Uh, the doctor says, come on, quick, and drags Sarah out of the way. Like, like just wrenches her. Um, and he says that was helix energy. It could have been nasty. So uh, they get in the TARDIS and take off. And then we hear 
a deep echoing laughter. <laughs> uh, then we're in a forest uh, and some peasants are being run through by soldiers and their hay is being burned. Bit mean. Um, and the big boss guy of the soldiers is uh, wearing quite an ornate outfit. Says, leave a few alive, Captain, and tell the others how in- insurrection is dealt with. He's got a very plummy accent. And uh, a Bob, like Lord Farquaad from... <laughs> Shrek, like that severe Bob, um, yeah, like Dawn French's hair. <laughs> I'm going to call him medieval Dawn French. Um, <laughs> so uh, they arrive in town and make way for Councillor Rico. Okay, mate. Um, there's an old man in bed. He's dead. Uh, and a young man called Giuliano is comforted by his mate with ginger hair. They're very close. Um, Juliana wants to know how his astrologer, Hieronymus, predicted his father's death to the exact day and hour. And Hieronymus says, look, the stars have decreed it. Uh, we have no choice what happens. Um, his outfits are amazing, by the way. James Atchison, uh, Academy Award winning costume designer, doing quite a spectacular job. He did Spider-Man's outfit. Uh, anyway, Spider-Man's outfit and these uh, Renaissance Italian bits of business. Um, so Giuliano chastises the bloke in charge of burning the hay. Uh, old mate Dawn French. <laughs> Count Dawn French. Um, uh, he, he's like, I was doing urgent matters of state. And he goes, well, I thought you were out doing sport. He goes, well, there were troubles with pellet peasants in the villages and they had to be taught a lesson. And Giuliano's like, well, isn't that your sport? Oh, it's frosty between these two. Um, the ginger, Marco, uh, he's trying to calm Giuliano down and says, don't antagonize your uncle. And he goes, I'm the Duke now. I want to rule without tyranny and superstition. No more Athena style woman with a beard telling him what to do. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> ironimous. Uh, Marco says, you know, your dad was in good health. It's quite a mystery that he just up and died on exactly the same day. And it's a mystery. Um, uh, the creepy guide with his Lord Farquaad. Dawn French hair, is conspiring with Hieronymus elsewhere uh, later on. Um, Hieronymus is mixing beakers of coloured water and dry ice. It's very busy. Uh, and uh, Dawn French says, the dukedom is within my grasp. And the, uh, Hieronymus is like, yes, the nephew's all that stands in your way. And then there's some talk of poison and things written in the stars. Uh, as soon as I hear written in the stars, I go off on a land rhymes Elton John thing. So I'm going to have to sing that song now. Is it? No, I'm not. Um <laughs> I do love that song. Um, I think it's from Elton John's Aida, uh, which is a very strange thing. Um, Hieronymus feels uneasy. He says the solstice is giving him jip. No, uh, it's his powers are growing um, as the solstice approaches. And uh, the evil Dawn French says... Um, that Hieronymus should cast his horoscope and say that Juliana would die in two days' time. I'll do the rest. Uh, and then we hear that deep laugh again, like from the Mandragora Helix as Hieronymus is looking out the window. It's night time. Uh, then in the daytime, the TARDIS arrives in a little forest clearing. The Doctor and Sarah step out. The Doctor says, ooh, that was a forced landing. Uh, Sarah's found some oranges. Uh, they're in an orchard, yay. Uh, they have to find something on the ground and Sarah's eating an orange watched by hooded weirdos. Um, they've got hoods on, so they're either computer hackers, because uh, I don't know if you've seen stock photos of ho- computer hackers, but they're always on their laptop with a hoodie on, just in case 
you know, someone's watching them through the window. I don't know why they were, why hackers wear hoodies. Um, anyway, there's the, the, these are hackers waiting for Sarah. Um, the doctor is examining a jug. Uh, he says, we've landed on Earth because the glass indicates somewhere around the Mediterranean, 15th century. Um, and then the hooded figures are carrying Sarah away. She's unconscious. Um, and then they hear someone say, stop. And they turn around and the doctor is looking at them menacingly. This is a great scene. I love it. Uh, the lead hoodie raises his hands at the doctor and the doctor just flips him over. And he says, put the girl down gently. So they do. And then old mate behind him hits him in the head with a rock. Oh. Uh, then the sparkler comes out of the TARDIS and goes for a wander in the bush, burning trees as it goes. And the doctor wakes up to see a man organising hay. Hay is obviously a very big industry in this part of the world. Uh, it's, it's a hay economy. Um, <laughs> he, uh, the doctor goes to say hi and then he sees the sparkler pop into the lake and it, there's a big splush and then there's steam as it makes its way along and then it burns the man. Um, uh, the doctor investigates and the, the man's got like old blue gunk all over him. It looks, it's gross. And he says, oh, Mandragora egg and energy. And I brought it. Um, Marco, uh, with the ginger hair, is vigorously polishing a sword. Uh, that's not a euphemism. That's exactly what he's doing. Um, and Giuliano is telling you about a man in Florence who can order cut glasses in and make it make it you be able to see the moon and the stars as large as your hand. I presume he's talking about get, uh, Galileo because he lived in Florence around this time and that's what he invented, telescopes. Um, they talk about stars moving or not moving. Marco thinks the earth moving is silly and laughs at it. And they're having wine time in fancy goblets. Nice. Um, it's sword polishing and wine time uh, and looking at bits of cut glass. Uh, then uh, Uncle Dawn French and uh, Hieronymus, the astrologer, Athena Starwoman, uh, pop in. And Giuliano doesn't believe in horoscopes, but Hieronymus insists that he's got something very important to tell him. Um, and he's, Giuliano's like, oh yeah, let me guess, it's my death. Um, he's like, don't, don't leave the palace. And Giuliano's like, my father's death is nothing to do with the stars. Uh, and then uncle, uh, Count Torn French says the peasants are being cheated up by spies sent by enemies. Um, the doctor comes across some peasants. Uh, he's eating an orange, they're eating bread and they see the soldiers approaching. So they run off and the doctor's just trying to ask them about Sarah. So he asks the soldiers about Sarah, have they seen her? And a guard wants a sword at him, so he puts his orange on the end of it so he can go through his pockets and pulls out like a noisemaker thing and swings it around and it scares the horses. Um, he grabs the rein of one that's thrown its rider and jumps on and, and takes off. And the soldiers are chasing him on their horses and then the doctor is cornered by soldiers and one jumps out of a tree and knocks him off his horse. Uh, Sarah, meanwhile, is being dragged blindfolded into a crypt. The boss of the hood men says, release her. And he asks where she was found and at what hour. And they're like, oh, near the oranges at lunchtime, exactly as we're told. <laughs> they don't say that, but they say something like it. Um, uh, oh, the boss dude is the scientist from Power of the Daleks. Yay. Uh, he tells Sarah he's gonna be, she's going to be sacrificed to the mighty Demnos. Um, then the uncle, Dawn French, is winning a chess match and all these sycophantic courtiers applauding And when the doctor's marched in. The doctor says he's there to help them. He explains about the Mandragora Helix, that he's got to take it back to the stars. Um, Captain of the Guard says the doctor has hurt his head when he fell off the horse. <laughs> uh, and the Count asks uh, if the doctor can tell his future. And the doctor's like, you don't have one. So then next thing, Hieronymus is coming in. Um, 
outside, a guard is uh, ushering peasants in for the curfew and the sparkler melts his sword and burns him to death. And then Hieronymus is interrogating the Doctor about what it means when the moon and Jupiter are this, that and the other thing. You know, weird astrology crap. And the Doctor says, it's all stupid. Um, and the Count orders him executed. Julian is watching the Doctor's scepticism with interest. Um, Sarah is chained up. Uh, in the dungeon, but then she's released to be put into white robes and the high priest of Demnos gives her some wine and a gold goblet. And then it's time for the doctor's execution. Quite an elaborate affair. Drums, many guards. The executioner orders the doctor on his knees. The count chops his whip and the the sword is prepared for chopping off the doctor's head. And that is the end of the episode. Part two next time. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.